Hey, this is Kaz, and this is Nightmares at Midnight. The most obvious answer is usually the right one. So if something is looking like a wolf, that says to me, maybe a wolf. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nightmares at Midnight. I'm Kaz. This is episode two about the Beast of Bray Road. Before we jump into the beast today, we're gonna talk about what you're watching. Lately, I've been watching with my daughter Stranger Things. I know it's been a little bit older. Um, We are currently on season three right now. I thought in the first couple seasons that it was scarier. I feel like it's not as bad now. I mentioned it last week that Hocus Pocus 2 is coming out on Saturday or tomorrow. I'm excited to watch that one as I've been waiting like 30 years for this new one to come out. I'm pretty stoked for that. The friends are coming over again to watch the reveal of that on Disney+. Plus. Also, I saw that the movie Smile has come out in theaters. I won't be seeing that one because the ads alone freak me out. I'm just weird about that one, I guess. The smile aspect of it and the trailer was super creepy. So that's a no-go for me. That one came out in theaters as well. I also saw a trailer for Barbarian. It's got Bill Skarsgård in it who played Pennywise in It. This movie is about a woman who books an Airbnb and like finds out that this guy is already in it, like that it got double booked and finds out that The house is being used for other things. Uh, It's a horror thriller. It looked good for me. The producers were the same as The Ring and The Grudge. The last one I wanted to mention of what I'm watching is I saw the trailer for Mr. Harrigan's phone that releases October 5th on Netflix. I read the story that this one was about before this movie came even came about by Stephen King, and it's in his book, If It Bleeds, which has got short stories in it. As soon as I saw the trailer for this, I was super excited. This is one that I really look forward to seeing. It's about a teenage boy that befriends an older man, gives him a cell phone to be able to communicate with him, and then the gentleman dies. The teenager is still getting texts and calls from this guy that died, and people that the teenager is struggling with. He texts the older guy and something happens to the people that the teenagers having issues with. Super creepy. Loved it. Anything Stephen King's really my thing. So that's what I'm watching. Comment on Facebook or Instagram and let me know what you're watching. Let's get to the Beast of Bray Road. Originally, I had never heard of this growing up in Wisconsin. I I got it suggested to me by a few people, one of them being one of the listeners, Adam, one of my personal friends. Uh, he suggested this when he found out I was doing a cryptid uh, mythological legend podcast. So, of course, right away, I want to do this because it's another one in Wisconsin. This one 
originated in 1936, so a while ago, and I researched about it to find out where those were. It turns out that this man, Mark Shackleman, was a midnight watchman for a school, the St. Coletta School for Exceptional Children, And it turns out that this school was located inside a former Franciscan convent outside of Jefferson. And the grounds of the school covered old buildings, an orchard. It had wide open fields and several old Native American burial mounds. So in 1936, Shackleman was in his 30s. He was married. He had kids. He was working this job just for the paycheck to support his family. It wasn't, you know, a career that he wanted to do. In rural Jefferson at this time, there wasn't much crime, occasional burglar or teenagers at the time playing pranks. The night that is specifically mentioned was, it turned out that Shackleman was crossing the fields doing his rounds when he saw a shadow. He squinted to see what it was. Turns out this form was on all fours, digging into one of the Native American burial mounds. From the way that the animal that he could see was digging, it could have been a dog or maybe a wolf, but from far away, Shackleman could tell this thing was huge. So he got a little bit closer to it. And it turned and looked at him and stood up. And I don't know about you, but the hair on the back of my neck when I was reading about this stood up. It's one of those stories for me that you can get goosebumps from. So the creature stood up. He had a hairy body and was over six feet tall. According to Shackleman, had a shaggy canine face and thick fur, but definitely enough to be able to tell that the body was muscular like a man. Shackleman recalled smelling rotten meat when this stood up. He stepped back. The creature turned and ran into the trees and was gone. So that totally spooked him. Unfortunately, he worked again the next night, was doing his usual rounds, saw the shadow again, digging into the same mound as the night before. He had armed himself with his flashlight only. This time it stood up again and opened its mouth. Shackleman could see fangs, snarled at him. He could kind of tell at that point that it was half human, half beast. Uh, Shackleman said he didn't move. He was scared and the creature turned and left again. And that was the last time he saw him, but that he never forgot this creature. That was the very first event of this, and then the next sightings didn't really become popular again until the 80s and 90s, and it centralized around Elkhorn, Wisconsin. So for those of you that don't know about Elkhorn, Elkhorn originally was known way back when for their Christmas cards, and now, of course, they're known for the Beast of Bray Road. So this beast has been described as a humanoid wolf-like creature. It is commonly confused or roped in with the bluff monster or the eddie which is also kind of a wisconsin bigfoot theme it also got included into like a bear wolf or the indigenous dog man which i think that one originated in michigan so like i said it's a bigfoot like cryptic it stands on two legs and can resemble a bear or in some cases a wolf it seems very large intelligent enough and brown gray blackish in color some have claimed it to look like 
like a black bear with mange. So when I read that, I did not know what that would look like. I mean, obviously I know what a black bear looks like, but I didn't know, I guess, what it would look like with mange. So for you to picture it, if you know what a black bear looks like, uh, you know, a larger one, on all fours, thick black hair, big paws, a little bit longer of a nose, and with the mange, picture it like where the hair is falling off, partly of its skin is showing or like part of its face of a bear and it kind of looks creepy just seeing that. I can understand where that thought process came from because bears, I've personally seen it myself, bears walking around on two legs. I'll never forget the time when my mom and I were driving around in the south of Rhinelander area and saw what we thought was a man on the side of the road because it was walking on two feet. I mean it was big and we just thought it's colder out so you know big black black jacket well we get closer and the bear drops down onto four legs and runs off into the trees so it's not you know not believable for me to picture this beast on two legs see it being a bear or some sort of bear creature like that anyways So the first sightings were in 1936, late 80s, early 90s. When these sightings became more popular again in the 90s, a local newspaper called Walworth County Week sent reporter Linda Godfrey to cover the story. She's quoted saying that she was skeptical at first, but after hearing the realness from the witnesses, she became convinced as well. She did say that she herself had never seen the creature, but she later put her articles together in a book called The Beast of Bray Road, Tailing Wisconsin's Werewolf. I think you can get that one on Amazon. And I found it on eBay for sure. Some other reportings of it was that a woman reported the beast attempting to break into her home and later injuring one of her horses, leaving a gash across its back. I don't know how much I believe that this thing broke into a house. After everything that I've researched, I feel like it doesn't seem to be that type of creature. It seems more of like a scavenger and running off type of creature. But she claimed that the footprints it left behind were over 12 inches long. Another woman spotted it crossing the road in front of her car. Another driver saw it crouched on the side of the road eating an animal. This one is a pretty popular one that you read about because there's pictures, like hand-drawn pictures of this creature crouching down and eating roadkill. Another one was a young girl reported the beast chasing her through the forest. Another one I read, which is one of the later sightings, was in 1999, where a girl was driving down Bray Road near Delavan, Wisconsin, when she says her right tire hit something and it lifted her up off the ground. When she got out to see what she had ran over, there was nothing there except for the massive wolfish form standing on two legs. She said it scared her and she got back into her car. And as she tried to drive away, the beast leapt onto her trunk but slid off in the rain and she drove home. Again, this creature has been compared to the Wendigo, which is often spied in Minnesota. Others believe that it is just misidentified and is a wolf or a bear or a large feral dog. So as far as TV, the Beast of Bray Road was featured as the primary antagonist in the 2000 film The Beast of Bray Road. The creature has also been featured in episodes of Lost Tapes, Legend Hunter, Haunted Highway, and America's Urban legends. As far as books, the author Travis Clark, he made two books, The Beasts of Bray Road, The Accident, and The Beasts of Bray Road, Farmstead, book two. Both of those are on Amazon, on Audible. 
As far as merchandise goes, research is kind of hard to find this one actually, but on Etsy and a few other websites, you're able to get Beast of Bray Road t-shirts. One thing that I thought was super cool was there's actually a thrasher metal band called Bray Road that is based in Milwaukee. You can find the Bray Road band's music on brayroad.com if that's something you are interested in checking out. They have an album that they just released called Possible Violence. It seems like a lot of their songs and music is Bray Road Beast themed, so that's pretty cool. So I researched what this thing is notoriously eating and it turns out that it seems to be reported as roadkill and more of like a scavenger or small animal hunter rather than, you know, attempting to eat humans. As far as where it's located, so Bray Road, if you're unfamiliar with Wisconsin, uh, if you know kind of where Milwaukee is, it's like southwest of Milwaukee, southeast of Whitewater. Elkhorn is kind of at the crossroads between 12 and 43, and Bray Road is just a little bit east of that, if that helps you at all. So as far as what I think it is, I think it could potentially be a bear with mange. I think that it could have been some sort of creature, but I just don't know when it started in 1936. I mean, obviously it's not the same bear and it's been seen in different places, so I'm just not sure what it could be. It could be anything, I guess. Let me know what you think it is on Instagram. Our handle is Nightmares at Midnight Podcast. You can also Gmail us at Nightmares at Midnight Podcast at gmail.com to send us your ideas for future episodes. If you have a interaction with the beast or you've experienced it or seen it, please let us know so we can hear about that. You can also tune in and listen to us on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Music, as well as Spotify. And you can turn in right into our website at Nightmares at Midnight Podcast. So yeah, I think that's wrapping up the Beast of Bray Road. For next episode, do the Hillbilly Beast of Kentucky or maybe the Paulding Light in Michigan or Slaughterhouse Canyon in Arizona. Those are the three I'm thinking about. You'll just have to tune in next episode and see which one it turns out to be. If you have local legends or ideas, spooky stories, that type of thing that you'd like to hear more research on, please feel free to let us know. Or if you have a paranormal experience that you have experience with a legend or myth like that, please reach out. We can bring you on the show and hear your story. One thing I really wanted to quick mention before I let you go today is in case you haven't heard of The Butcher and the Wren, it's a new book that's out. My favorite true crime podcast, Morbid, one of the people on there, Elena, she wrote this book and I'm about halfway through it now and it is really good if you like true crime, scary stuff like that. So yeah, thanks for tuning in to The Beast of Bray Road and catch us next time. 